0: You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. In this podcast, we're going to talk about Republicans literally crying over gay marriage. Who are the real snowflakes here? Kanye West's disturbing continued anti-Jew media tour. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. I usually list my email, but I'm not going to this time because I'm just getting flooded with spam. Not people sending me emails. That's what I wanted. I mean, people signing me up for fake services and stuff. So anyways, I have to deal with that before I continue to shout out the email address.
1: I hope and pray that my colleagues will find the courage to join me in opposing this misguided and this dangerous bill. I yield back.
0: Gentlewoman's time has expired. The- that is a congressman literally crying because gay marriage is now legally required to be recognized in every state. Doesn't mean every state is going to have to issue marriage licenses or certificates to gay people. They don't. They can still make up their minds on that one. It means if you are married in a U.S. state as a gay couple, every state has to afford you the rights provided to you under the law. That's all it means. Also, this bill covered interracial marriage, and this woman is literally crying over it, literally crying. Now, I covered this in a a full episode earlier on my channel. If you wanna see like a full breakdown of how the Republican Party's just completely melted down over this recently, just check that one out. I think it just released I, I know, a few di- four days ago or something. So check that out if you want. But the reason I'm playing this one clip again is because I got a voicemail about it. So I wanted to listen to what this voicemail caller had to say on this subject. Check this out.
2: Hi own this is Brandy from Florida, first time caller. Super excited to be talking to you. I had a quick question. Now that they protected the LGBTQ uh, wedding law.
0: Yeah, it's called the, I think, Respect for Marriage Equality Act or something like that. Like I said, it doesn't actually legalize gay marriage federally as a law. It just says if you're married in a state where getting married as a gay person is legal, then every state has to recognize. That marriage, Because there were some states that were refusing to recognize your marriage license as legitimate, which means if you get married in New York or something, New York State, and then you go to West Virginia, your employer might not be required to add your spouse to your medical insurance, for example. The hospital might not be required to let you back or let you make medical decisions for your spouse, that kind of thing. So this law basically makes it so that you have equal protections under the law if you are married, regardless of where you were married or, or whatever else. That's all the law does. So anyway, keep listening to the voicemail here.
2: wedding law, do you think there is a way that we could reverse the uh, state's freedom for abortion? Thank you, bye
0: do I think there's a way to reverse the state's freedom for abortion? Well, the abortion thing is very different because the Respect for Marriage Equality Act or whatever was very middle-of-the-road, milk toast, light-touch stuff. It was almost nothing at all. It just codified a protection for people to be able to be recognized as married in various different states. Abortion rights are very complicated. I don't think that that really applies in this situation, if for no other reason than because the 12 Republicans that stepped away from the Republican Party and decided to vote for the marriage, the Respect for Marriage Equality Act, those 12 people, each one would be required basically to codify some kind of an abortion right. And as far as I know, not one of them wants abortion rights codified. So I don't see that happening, unfortunately. I would love to see abortion rights protected, but I'm not holding my breath on that. Until Democrats get a larger majority in the Senate and until they take back the House. Or until the Supreme Court changes demographics, basically, until we get more Democrats on there or something. Uh, I'm not seeing it happening, unfortunately. It's doing untold amounts of damage, not being available to as many people as it was before. We just have to stick it out and keep doing our best, right? Thanks for the voicemail.
3: Hey, my name is Darius, and I'm from Maryland. Uh, Yeah, I just want to know, I noticed you play a lot of retro video games like Super Mario World, but... How is that if you grew up a Jehovah's Witness? Were you allowed to play video games growing up? Just thought that was interesting. Um, Love your channel.
0: Yeah, I appreciate the voicemail. Interesting question. As a Jehovah's Witness, I was allowed to play video games. They were okay with that. Not all video games, but many of the most vanilla ones. Like Super Mario World is pretty chill, pretty vanilla, you know. Nothing super crazy in there, no magic in there. Wasn't allowed to play anything related to magic violence wasn't allowed to do anything that had any level of violence in it nothing that had demons or anything like that but mario was okay for the most part now the the barrier for me wasn't really was i allowed to it was could i afford to because my parents were broke as dog shit my entire time growing up you know i remember eating buttered bread for most of my childhood like there came a point where I would just look for, like, ingredients in the back, and I would throw them together, you know, at the back of the shelf or something. I'd just throw them together to find something to eat. So my mom liked to bake from time to time. I always had sugar, and I always had a little can of cinnamon. So I took the buttered bread. I would toast the bread. I'd put butter on it, and then I would sprinkle sugar, and I'd sprinkle cinnamon on it, and I'd eat that. Cinnamon toast. It was... Better than nothing, honestly. It wasn't terrible. And I ate the shit out of some cinnamon toast when I was little. Constant. Because that, that's just about all we had. So we didn't really have a, any money for you know, a, a game system or anything. Didn't have the money for a Super Nintendo or anything. My sister moved out and got married to her husband. And they gave me their old Super Nintendo in the year 1998 or 1999. By that time, the PlayStation and the N64 were already out, and the Super Nintendo wasn't even being sold on markets anymore, as far as I'm aware. So, yeah, I had retro games after they were no longer retro, or after they were retro, basically. Eventually, my mom bought me a Game Boy, and then she bought me a Game Boy Advance. I bought a Game Boy Color with, like, some allowance money I had at one point. And then I got a PlayStation 1. But yeah, that that was about all I got. And they were old by the time I got my hands on them. But that's where my nostalgia for retro games came from. And they didn't really know what I was playing, by and large. I played Final Fantasy VII. They had no idea what that game was about. If they did, they wouldn't have let me play it. (laughs) But yeah, Uh, good times. Got to love old retro games.
3: Hey, Owen, this is Andrew from Saskatchewan, Canada. I just have one simple question. Um, how come you didn't upload a episode um, 233 on various podcasts, um streaming services? It's it's kind of like hourly webinar, and I'm just curious about it. What would you do?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's my mistake. I completely forgot. It was just a train wreck of a mess that week because I – Wasn't recording for large swaths of that episode. I I didn't mean to forget to upload that episode, but I did fix it. I had to go back and re-record parts if that's worth anything to you. So I fixed it. It's uploaded now. You should be able to to access that. I'll try not to let that slip by in the future.
3: Hi Owen, my name's Jake from Washington. I just wanted to say thanks for all of your advocacy, especially for the trans community. It's really helpful when a cis person stands up for our rights. It's terrifying to see the political landscape sometimes. I had someone in the YouTube comments not so subtly advocate for our genocide recently, and it was a bit shocking. I generally just respond with a your mom joke, but, you know, like I said, it really helps to have
0: Oh, I guess it got cut off. Yeah, I appreciate the uh, voicemail. It is shocking, and I would hope that it never stops being shocking. It's important that we recognize it as the shockingly evil thing that it is. The transphobia, the hatred, all of it. And as far as supporting the trans community, the LGBT community more generally, I wouldn't have it any other way. We're all part of minorities to some degree, or many people are. You know, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. And I do know what it feels to be persecuted by Jehovah's Witnesses. And I know it's extremely painful. I know it's something that you can't really understand unless you experience it yourself. I would never stand for anybody experiencing anything like that without calling it out. So yeah, I'm glad to, I'm glad to stand with everybody and I'm glad that they stand with me on that. So thanks for the voicemail. Oh, and aside from that, I have lots of family members that are trans more than one would expect i am personally deeply invested in this issue it's not just like i'm standing on the sidelines seeing it you know go by every day this is an issue that affects me directly also so i wouldn't have it any other way
3: hey man you're getting trolled by fuentes um You should really look into that whole story and go.
0: If you're unfamiliar, Nick Fuentes is working with Kanye West right now to say some absolutely unhinged stuff. Here's a simple example. They both went on Alex Jones's TV show together and said this.
4: For the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say, like, you like the the uniforms, but that's about it. No,
5: we, no, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler.
0: This is Nick Fuentes on the right in the blue hoodie here.
5: A lot of things. Hey uh what
0: are you? Yeah, anyway, he goes into a weird puppet show. So that's Nick Fuentes. He's working with Kanye West to promote Hitler and the Nazis. And go as deep as you can. Track down the Kanye West Alex Jones interview on
3: uh, the band T V
0: Oh definitely. I've watched I've watched the entire thing start to finish and I even took notes on it. Like to a crazy degree. Here you go, yeah. I, I took notes. It, it took me about three hours to get through. It's a three-hour interview, and I listened at double speed and took notes all the way.
3: The nonsense site that Alex has up, and double-check Fuentes, the attendance at AFPAC, and what's really going on there.
0: Oh, yeah, I've totally covered uh, Fuentes at AFPAC. I have a bunch of clips from Fuentes at AFPAC saying all kinds of crazy stuff. I have the clips of Marjorie Taylor Green being invited there. Taylor Green. I mean, I have clips of Nick Fuentes talking about how great Putin is and, the whole, you know, the whole nine yards. Actually, I have a clip of Marjorie Taylor Greene's speech at AFPAC talking about Christ being king and all this garbage.
2: My name is
6: Marjorie Taylor Greene. I am the daughter of the king.
0: So, yeah, definitely. I've, I've yeah, I, I'm pretty heavily invested in this whole story. Fuentes, the
3: attendance at AFPAC and what's really going on there and that uh, weird bearded podcaster, and the Louis Thoreau BBC documentary. Uh, I threw some comments up there, but the context is you got to understand they know everything you're saying. They're, They're purposely trolling,
0: and it's dangerous. They're not trolling. Nick Fuentes believes this stuff. He has talked about this stuff for years before Kanye West. Nick Fuentes usually focuses more on hating the black community, Throws the N-word around all willy-nilly. Talks about how he longs for the day when Trump was going to send the military into black communities and just open fire. I I have clips of that too. Yeah, I can't find that one at this immediate moment. I'll, I'll find it later. Maybe I'll insert it. He talks about how black people are inherently violent because they struggle with impulse control, thus saying that they are genetically inferior to white people
7: you know these left-wing people in their heart of hearts they know they're wrong because like they know that black people are violent you know
0: i will say so yeah i mean he usually focuses on the black community but he most definitely is also a neo-nazi full-blown and not even a neo-nazi i'm sorry i'm not even there's no reason to qualify he's a nazi full-blown nazi and I, i it blows me away that kanye west is working with him at all but yeah They're not trolling. They are 100% for real. I've covered them for years.
3: But the context is extremely different uh, from the way that you're presenting it, and I think it's important for you to throw that in there uh, for your own reputation. Just put it on your radar, homie.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. They're not trolling. They're 100% real. Nick Fuentes especially is 100% real. Nick Fuentes has historically not come out and blamed Jews for things directly because... You know, you're canceled if you do that. Like, that's way too similar to Hitler, and everybody can see that from a mile away. But when given the opportunity to walk around with an A-plus list celebrity like Kanye West and say what he really does think, he does it. We've seen it happen. So, yeah, I I just disagree. I don't think he's trolling. I think they're both 100% for real with their their views on Jews. Uh, But uh, thank you for the uh, voicemail. I do appreciate that. Yo, Owen,
3: it's Jack out of California. I'm sorry to do this to you, but you gotta bring up Yay. I have a uh I have a friend who is a staunch Trump reporter. I'm sorry, Trump supporter, and he does not appreciate Ye. He's not the typical man you might think of. He's not a a Shapiro fan, but he's down with the Trump. He just he does not support Yay. Thanks
0: so much. Oh, yeah. I've been following Kanye West a lot recently. He's absolutely disturbing, some of the stuff that he's said. Yeah, I, I covered some of it in the previous voicemail. If you didn't see it, it, it just got it, dude. It gets worse and worse and worse as time goes on. And and it's interesting because he seems to be kind of drawing like a dividing line between the two, between republicans like it drawing like he's kind of severing the party in two a little bit right the group that is in favor of hating jews and the group that is not necessarily in favor of hating jews it's really interesting to see that dividing line take place and and see where people separate themselves into but anyway thank you so much for the call yes
3: this is uh william um, calling from uh, louisiana do you know if there's any democrats or Democrat, meaning people uh, who belong to QAnon. I was, I'm asking because my grandmother's a Democrat. She's in her 80s, and she's a true believer of QAnon. She has this odd belief that uh, the Jews and Muslims are working together to destroy Christianity as a whole. Okay, thank you. Love
0: you show. Bye. Appreciate that, yeah. Believing in QAnon necessitates certain ancillary beliefs, so you have to believe in God heavily. You have to believe that there is a a cabal behind the scenes pulling strings like puppet masters. It basically necessitates a very right-wing scoring on something called the F scale, which determines kind of which side of the political spectrum that you're on, and... For that reason, I say she may claim to be on the left or she may claim to be a Democrat. She's not on the left, though, by necessity. If she's a part of the QAnon movement, she is on the right. It is a right wing group that requires right wing beliefs that go along with it. Uh, It's interesting to hear people from all different backgrounds get sucked into this. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, she's most definitely not on the left. She may have some left-wing beliefs. Hell may have been historically left-wing, but the things that she believes about elites and or Jews and or people drinking children's blood and all the other garbage—it all kind of compounds into an overall picture that that is right-wing by and large. Anyway, thank you so much for the uh, voicemail. I appreciate that. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is one eight hundred seven zero one. Eight five seven three. Next, we're going to talk about Republicans literally crying over gay marriage. Who are the real snowflakes here? Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, check out my Patreon. You can also check out my Telltale Unfiltered channel, Twitter, and Teespring. All links can be found in the description.
1: I hope and pray that my colleagues will find the courage to join me in opposing this misguided and this dangerous bill. I yield back.
0: Wow, that's Vicki Hartzler. What bill is she talking about? She's a congressman. Is it like a pro-Nazi bill that, that like wants to put people in internment camps or what? Something serious must be going on, right? My God. Let me just add a little information. She's a Republican, so that should inform a little bit of expectation about what this bill is actually supposed to do. Would you be surprised to find that this is a bill that codifies interracial and gay marriage? No fucking joke. She is literally crying because a bill was pushed through Congress to codify interracial and gay marriage. Does it get lower than that? Literally crying. Are are these real tears? It's so hard to tell. They sound real. She she should be in show business because she is one hell of an actress if those aren't real tears. This came out early December 2022. The bill is called the Respect for Marriage Equality Act, I think, or Respect for Marriage Act or something like that. And the reason it's even necessary in the first place is because the Supreme Court has explicitly said that they intend to revisit gay marriage, the gay marriage ruling, the ruling that made gay marriage legal on a federal level. And what's more, Clarence Thomas, one of the Supreme Court justices, said he wanted to revisit the underlying case that made it possible to have gay marriage in the first place. That ruling would, if they examined that ruling again, it would nullify interracial gay marriage sodomy laws. It would literally make it illegal to just be gay. Not to gay marry, but to be gay. That is what Clarence Thomas, Republican Supreme Court Justice, said he wants to revisit. And that is why it's necessary to try to pass this bill through in the first place. That's why they're doing it, and that's why interracial marriage was included in the bill in the first place. And she's up here crying, literally crying, like the snowflake that she is, because other people's rights are being protected and defended. Let's listen to the whole clip, early December, 2022. I only played like 10 seconds of it just now. Just listen to it in its entire context here.
1: Mr. Speaker, I'll tell you my priority protect religious liberty, protect people of faith, and protect Americans who believe in the true meaning of marriage.
0: Okay, fine. They're not in danger. There's no need to protect them because they're still perfectly allowed to get married. Does she think that this Respect for Marriage Equality Act or whatever it's called is going to force religious people to get married? to Like, to gay people? Is she under the misapprehension that religious people across the country are gonna have to partner up with a dude like once a month, get married to them and and pay child support to them and stuff like that? What does she think is gonna happen? Or what's more, does she think that white people and black people getting married is going to be a bad thing or gonna be more widespread because it's legally protected through Congress rather than just the Supreme Court? What does she think is gonna happen here? How does she believe religious people are going to suffer the hands of this bill i do want to point two things out first of all a lot of the arguments that that the people like this use to try to shut down gay marriage is the idea that if gay marriage is legalized then some county clerks who are religious would be forced to marry gay people or to issue marriage certificates to them or whatever which is against their religious beliefs my only problem with that is first of all they're not really doing anything for the gay couple except signing a piece of paper that's it they're not forcing them to stand in front of you know this couple and give them their religious blessing or something and second they're they're civil servants they are there to serve the public if their religious beliefs get in the way of them serving the public as civil servants, they shouldn't be in that job in the first place. That's the first point I wanted to make. That's a, a, a piss poor argument as far as I'm concerned. Not a good reason to take people's rights away. Now, here's the second thing I wanted to mention. This woman obviously has a persecution complex, right? She's religious and she's trying to frame this up like gay people getting married is hurting her. How could that possibly be the case, I hear you asking? People throughout time, particularly bullies or socially conservative people or people on the uh, far right of the spectrum, honestly, I would say everybody who's trying to take advantage of others, not just on the right. Anybody trying to take advantage of somebody else uses the persecution complex against them. Let me explain how this works. There's a concept in the law that goes like this. Your right to swing your fist ends at the tip of my nose. You're free to swing your fist anywhere you want, except for right here. Because if you swung your fist right here at my nose, it wouldn't be you exercising your rights anymore. It would be a violation of my rights. So the police have the responsibility, the authority to step in and protect my right to not be punched in the face. When the police step in and prevent you from hurting me, it is not a violation of your rights. It's a protection of my rights. Your rights extend up to where mine begin and no further. That's the idea that society was built on. That's the idea that the Constitution was built on. The U.S. Constitution. But People who try to take advantage of others have always used this concept against people. Gay people just want to be allowed to get married. That doesn't affect her in literally any way at all. Doesn't affect anybody in any way. The only person it affects are the two people getting married, that's it. But she is having a breakdown publicly and claiming that her religious rights are being violated they aren't nobody really believed her when she said that well some people did but people to the left of hunting the homeless for sport did not believe any of that we saw straight through it we saw it as the garbage that it was because that is what they have always done people who try to take advantage of others try to flip it around and play the role of victim like they're the ones being taken advantage of they swing they take a swing at you. And when they connect, when they hit you in the face and the police show up, they start screaming because you hurt their fist with your face. That is a perfect analogy to what is happening right now with her crying because she believes that religious liberty, blah, 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 It's all garbage. It's all nonsense. It always was from the very beginning. By arguing, she doesn't want this to pass because of religious liberty it is effectively her saying arrest him officer he hit my fist with his face
1: i hope and pray that my colleagues will find the courage to join me in opposing this misguided and this dangerous bill i yield back
0: Gentlewoman- people are literally just trying to get married and live their lives. She has nothing to do with any of it. And she is crying as she is literally persecuting somebody else. She is in the process of persecuting a group an entire group of people and pretending that she's the victim in this situation. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting in every way. Wasn't just Vicky Hartzler. The entire media like far right media machine has been behind her on this. Laura Ingram came out and started talking about it. Late November 2022, she called out the 12 Republicans that sided with Democrats to codify interracial marriage. Interracial marriage and gay marriage. That's where we're at right now. The right-wing media machine came out against people who voted for interracial and gay marriage. No fucking joke.
7: Now, we saw this dynamic play out yesterday when 12 Republican senators, all the usual suspects, voted for the...
0: All the usual suspects because they're rhinos, right? They're on the left secretly. All these people who voted with Trump, what, 90% of the time on various things. They're the usual suspects. These people who want interracial marriage codified and gay marriage. Jesus Christ, dude
7: out yesterday when 12 Republican senators, all the usual suspects, voted for the deceptively titled Respect for Marriage Act. While purporting to safeguard marital rights of same sex couples, the law will actually end up gutting the religious liberty rights across the country. Social conservatives, of course, are insulted, yet they're not really surprised.
0: This literally does not affect religious rights in any way, no way whatsoever. The only argument that they have is that there may be a civil servant who has to sign a piece of paper that they don't want to sign because they don't like that gay people are allowed to get married. That's it. That's the only argument. And I'm sorry, if you don't like that, don't be a civil servant. That's your job. If you can't handle treating everybody equally, get the fuck out. I don't care. What excuse you have or what religion you are. Don't care. People should be treated equally in society. I don't care what your opinions are on that. If you can't agree, everybody should be treated equally in society. You shouldn't be a civil servant anyway, as far as I'm concerned. But they're going to continue to scream that the person that they're punching in the face is hurting their fist. Of course, that's the tactic. That's been the tactic for years now. This is Jenna Ellis. She came out against the bill, too, surprisingly, right? Former member of the Trump legal team, professor of legal studies at Colorado Christian University. Previously, uh, these are all previous occupations, deputy district attorney in Weld County, Colorado. So eventually her last position, I believe, was a member of the Trump legal team. I, I think she's just a public figure now. I don't think she does any of those things anymore, but... Naturally, she came out with an opinion on this subject. Check this out.
4: This was the exact thing that was at issue uh, in the Obergefell case when 30 plus states had amendments to their state constitutions that said that they would only recognize marriage as between one man and one woman.
0: Right. Uh, So what she's saying here, uh, God, this is kind of a, a legally complicated area that we're dealing with here the Respect for Marriage Act, the thing that just passed, isn't even codifying gay marriage. It isn't even giving people the ability to get married. It's just saying whether you are in a state that respects gay marriage or not, whether you're in a state that legally has gay marriage or not, that state is legally required to recognize gay marriage or your gay marriage. They are legally required to Accept your marriage as equally as valid legally as every other marriage out there. Basically, if you go to a hospital with your husband because your husband is, is in a serious car accident, he's completely incapacitated, has no idea what's going on, he, he's in a coma, say, the hospital is legally required, or the hospital will give you the ability to make decisions for his life. The hospital will allow you to or they'll listen to your opinions on what should happen next. Or you can be in the back room with him, only married couples. Uh, You are considered immediate family. You can be covered in the under the same insurance plan, things like that. Only for legal purposes. That's really what this bill is for. States were trying to push through bills that made it so that you weren't recognized as a married couple in their state, whether you're married or not. This bill isn't even telling states to allow people to get married. States can still reject gay marriage. Nobody's required to do anything legally as a result of this bill. States just can't reject the recognition that you're married now. That's it. It's the, the most basic, toast bottom-of-the-barrel thing you could possibly do. And people are literally crying over it. Literally crying. Who is the snowflake now? Anyway, let's go back to Jenna Ellis. Uh, again, she was a lawyer, so she's going to be using like legal language for a lot of her explanation. I wanted to break it down.
4: As between one man and one woman. The federal government, in terms of the Supreme Court, has no ability to impose their unilateral belief on everyone.
0: Okay, Interesting point, so I think what ten years ago, or something like that, gay marriage was federally legalized by the Supreme Court. They basically said states are not allowed to ban people from getting married if they're gay that That's illegal. She's saying that the Supreme Court had no right to protect somebody's rights like that. Hundreds of years of legal precedent simply disagree, madam rights are upheld by the Supreme Court all the time. That is what the Supreme Court does. That's what it's done since the very beginning. The Supreme Court decides if the Constitution supports this right or or rejects that right or whatever other thing. And the Supreme Court decided gay marriage is a right under the law. People are allowed to be treated equally under the law and it's unconstitutional to remove this right from people, basically. She's saying they're pushing an agenda or a belief on everybody. Nobody requires you to believe gay people should be allowed to get married. Nobody has ever required that. All they require of you is for you to do your job. Sign the certificates if that's the position you're in. That's it. You want to not believe in gay marriage on your off time? Fine. I don't care. Don't believe in gay marriage on your off time. When you're on the clock for the people of the country... You have a requirement to sign the marriage certificate. Simple as that. If you're incapable of doing it, get out of the job.
4: ...belief on everyone. They can't say, states, you have to recognize a same-sex marriage.
0: Yes, they can. And they did. I don't know what kind of a weird legal argument she's trying to make here, but they said this exact thing about interracial marriage. You cannot tell somebody they can't get married because they are black and the other one is white. You can't do that. That's illegal that is unconstitutional. The Supreme Court decided that. She was the deputy district attorney in Weld County, Colorado. She can't possibly not know this is how it works, right?
4: Just like the Congress cannot legislate this issue, the Respect for Marriage Act is unconstitutional on its face. The states have to determine for themselves what types of marriages the state will sanction. Now, obviously...
0: Okay, fine. Yeah, exactly. The Respect for Marriage Act doesn't try to change that, unfortunately. It should. It should codify gay marriage and interracial marriage. But from my understanding, the Respect for Marriage Act just makes it so that all states recognize gay marriage that's happened in another state. They're not required to perform gay marriages or enter those gay marriages into their database or anything. They are only required to recognize it when it was done somewhere else, at the very least. She's already twisting it around and out of proportion into something completely different.
4: You just heard me a few minutes ago say that this is the province solely of the church. I really wish that states would get out of the business of licensing marriage altogether. Now, of course, we're going.
0: Wow, that interesting. OK, and who would license marriages? I hear you asking the church, of course, if you want to get married. The church has to do it, in her eyes. If you want to be married, you have to do it with the church. And, of course, it doesn't stop there with Jenna Ellis personally. Jenna Ellis specifically also wants to see all kinds of insane unhinged stuff in the country, like uh, laws against adultery. I mean, she's a full-blown theocrat. She wants a theocracy in this country, naturally. So she wants to see all the... Rules that fundamentalist Christians believe in or or all the rules that she believes are in the Bible, even if they aren't, you know, like, for example, laws against getting abortions, even though the Bible explicitly endorses abortion and at no point ever condemns abortion. She wants to see all the laws that she was told when she was little are in the Bible, even if they aren't.
4: Marriage altogether. Now, of course, we're going to have to um, have some domestic relations adjudications in terms of child custody battles, um, split of assets, other things.
0: Because people are screw-ups, right? And they can't just follow the Bible the way that it's written. So we have to have something to adjudicate that because people are sinners and failures, right, in her eyes. Jesus Christ, dude.
4: But in terms of solemnizing or dissolving a marriage that should not be up to the state in any way shape or form you can still have power of attorney right of survivorship i don't even care if one person who is not even married at all designates one other person under the law as having right of survivorship
0: okay so why doesn't she just get married in her church she doesn't have to go through the state if this is how she feels right why doesn't she just skip the whole state piece and go straight to the church and forget everything else why does it matter If it's a marriage in God's eyes, let it be a marriage in God's eyes. And by the by, what are non-religious people supposed to do? What is an atheist supposed to do? How is an atheist supposed to get married? They're not in her eyes, apparently. I don't know how else to interpret this.
4: And says, you know, hey, you're my person. That's fine. That's not a marriage. That's simply allowing assets to pass without a ton of um, death taxes and so forth. That's totally fine with me. That is not inconsistent with a biblical tradition.
0: Oh, I see. So what she's saying now is people should be able to set up a system that where they get all of the same benefits from a marriage that they would if they were married, except it's outside of a marriage. There's a term for it, wait a second, it's um separate but equal, that sounds right, doesn't it? Separate but equal, I think that's right.
4: And with a biblical doctrine.
0: If you're unfamiliar with that term, that. That's actually from like white supremacists and white separatists back in the 1960s when segregation was coming to an end. People kept saying that we should be separate but equal. We should separate black people into their own black schools and black and white water fountains, black and white bathrooms, so on and so forth. That's what she's proposing here. She's just proposing it for gay marriage. That's what a civil union is. It's a separate but equal type of situation you can have this type of marriage over here we're going to reserve this marriage for real human beings who really deserve to be married
4: and with a biblical doctrine what is inconsistent with biblical doctrine is solemnizing something that is not a marriage. So I am very hopeful that if the Democrats are this stupid, and Republicans too, frankly, which I'm disappointed in both sides, for going along with this whole LGBTQ nonsense and this whole agenda with this so-called Respect for Marriage Act.
0: Honestly, why does she hate it so much? It just makes it so that interracial couples can get married, and so gay people's marriages are recognized from state to state if they get married in a state where it is legal. That's it. That's all this does. Honestly, why is she so upset about this? You know why, really? It's because they're mixing religion and politics together until they're indistinguishable from each other. That's really the root of the problem here. If religion and politics were not mixing to this degree, this wouldn't even be a discussion. Nobody would care. If religion wasn't involved in this situation at all, nobody would care if gay people got married. Doesn't affect you at all. This is Steve Deese. If you're unfamiliar with him, he is a host on The Blaze, which is a TV network that I think Dave Rubin is on, or was at the very least. Another guy famously named Elijah Schaefer was on it. He's the dude that just lost his mind a while back and said people to the left of hunting the homeless for, for sports should not be voting. Glenn Beck, Started it. This is his network. So, anyway, that's what the blaze is. And again, this is Steve Deese, the Steve Deese show. So, let's see what he had to say about the Respect for Marriage Act. Simply gay people having their marriages recognized in every state, regardless of if they accept or allow gay marriage or not. That's all it is. Let's see what he, let's see about the fear mongering tactics he uses to scream about gay people and in interracial marriage. Mid-November 2022.
7: This isn't real to them. Now, one day they will find out that hell is. This is the stuff of Nero. And if we're going to sit here and talk spiritual implications and manifestations about
0: When the spirit of the age manifests itself on on that team, you obviously... Dude, I have no idea what he's going on about right now. It sounds like religious nonsense that he's just spouting off and he's assuming that his audience knows, but I'm completely lost, dude. I'm sorry. I am neck deep in this stuff 24-7, okay? I am really involved in watching people like Steve Deese and Jenna Ellis and all of these other people. Every day of my life, because this is my job. This is what I do. I listen to these people. And what he's saying right now is nonsense to me. How is it that somebody is so immersed in this world as I am, and I am completely lost? It's like the words that he's saying right now go next to each other technically, but they don't mean anything when they're next to each other. Let's listen to that one more time
7: implications and manifestations about when the spirit of the age manifests itself on on that team you obviously need to know if you come to this show I'm sure as hell gonna do it when it happens on the other one
0: I have no idea what he just said it makes no sense whatsoever but okay keep listening because he has some things to say about the respect for marriage act oh there's a big long pause here I'm assuming that means he's about to get really dramatic oh boy buckle up people
7: This is the stuff of Nero. Now, Nero in our system of government could not put Christians on stakes, light them on fire to illuminate his orgies. He doesn't have the power to manifest something like that. But here's what Nero will do. Lawfare from the federal government of the United States of America will now be declared upon the Church of Jesus Christ.
0: Okay. So I think he's saying, when he says lawfare, that's a common far right, word they use when they want to feel like they're persecuted they're punching someone in the face and they want to pretend that they're the ones being injured you know he's hurting my fist with his face all over again what was that last thing he said of
7: the united states of america will now be declared upon the church of jesus
0: christ right the church of jesus christ is suffering because gay marriage because gay people are and of course black and white people are allowed to get married to each other now the church of jesus christ is suffering because other people have rights other people who may or may not even be involved in the church of jesus christ are allowed to live their lives and do what they want they live in a fantasy land how did they get to where they are it just blows me away dude
7: The United States government is about to declare itself at war with the kingdom of God, openly.
0: No, they're just giving people rights. That's it. On a federal level.
7: No longer just a few blue states like Oregon that want to go after sweetcakes by Melissa or Washington that want to go after Baronel Stutzman. Or a few crazies in Denver, Colorado and their rainbow jihad that want to go after poor Jack. No, on a systemic level, the United States of America is going to declare war on the church with this legislation. That's its intent.
0: Did he say the rainbow jihad? Does he have any idea what a jihad is and how deeply ugly and horrific the things that took place were? Does he think that the left is full of, like, terrorists that are enacting, like, you know, that are doing actual full-blown terrorist acts on the right? Yes, he does. As a matter of fact, he absolutely does believe that. He lives in a fantasy land, and he is not the only one. We had a bill that made it so that states would recognize, or that they were legally required to recognize a marriage If it was legally held in a different state, that's it. If there is a state that allows interracial marriage, every state has to at least give the benefits to that married couple if they did get married. That's it. That's what the bill does. Doesn't force states to marry people. It doesn't force religious people to marry gay people or black or white or Asian people or whatever. Doesn't force any of that. It just means they get the same benefits as everybody else. They're treated equally. That's it. And they are melting down over this. Melting down. I don't know how else to put it when they are literally saying that people are terrorists for doing this. When they are literally crying because this bill is passing, because people are, are being treated a little more equally. everybody else not even fully equal if that were uh, if that were the case they would be allowed to get married in every single state just a little more equal
1: i hope and pray that my colleagues will find the courage to join me in opposing this misguided and this dangerous bill i yield back
0: literally crying Because people are being treated a little more equally than they were yesterday. How is this distinguishable from full-blown delusion? One is caused by a brain state that presumably can't be corrected without medicine. The other is caused by brainwashing that presumably cannot be fixed by medicine. But they are indistinguishable from each other. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. Next, we're going to talk about Kanye West's disturbing, continued anti-Jew media tour. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, check out my Patreon. You can also check out my Telltale Unfiltered channel, Twitter, and Teespring. All links can be found in the description.
6: Blacks are overrepresented in violent crime. But when you meet an individual black person, you don't apply that. You start with a fresh slate every time you meet someone. Do you do that with Jews?
0: Nope. That is absolutely fascinating to get this glimpse into Kanye West's mindset. If you're not familiar with the situation right now, this guy came out and claimed that he is a full-blown, avowed Nazi a Hitler lover, that's what he said. He said, and I quote, I love Hitler. No joke. I mean, you can claim he's trolling if you want. Doesn't seem to be. You can claim anything you want about this, but when somebody comes out and lays it on the line so clearly and succinctly, I don't know what else to say. The guy is a Nazi, an avowed Nazi. And the fact that Gavin McGinnis here, if you don't know this guy guy right here, the fact that this guy of all people is trying to seemingly convince Kanye to like use his brain here. It, it just blows me away. Let me tell you who this guy is, Gavin McGinnis. If you're unfamiliar with who this guy is, I'll give you a primer. He started the Proud Boys. And as the Proud Boys founder, he shaped it into what it is today. Let me show you a couple, a, a little compilation I threw together between 2018 and 2020. That gives you insight into the vision that he had for the group Proud Boys, which is effectively, by the by, Donald Trump's brown shirts. Listen to this.
6: His face is split open. He's probably got a huge fat lip now. I think I won. Overall, it was a really fun night and I cannot recommend violence enough. It is a really effective way to solve problems.
0: We're the only ones fighting these guys and I want you to fight them, too. These guys, as he calls them, are anybody to the left of hunting the homeless for sport.
6: It's fun. When they go low, go lower. Mace them back. Throw bricks at their head. Let's destroy them. Why were they
0: punching at you, and why were you naming cereal? (laughs) So this is the Proud Boys
5: second-degree initiation.
0: I am... Proud Boys Initiation. They all get together and punch you a whole bunch, apparently. It's basically like they're LARPing Fight Club, which was a really interesting movie. Fight Club was honestly fantastic. Matter of fact, I live in New York City. There are a bunch of little Fight Club-like prints all over the ground in Chinatown. Kind of interesting, but that's neither here nor there. They are pretending to be like a Fight Club basically. By the way, the moral of the story in Fight Club is it was a cult. He created a cult and he recognized it as a cult, an evil entity that didn't need to exist anymore. He was willing to take himself out to prevent it from existing anymore. That was the moral of the story at the end of Fight Club. I don't know how anybody came out of that viewing the cult as a, in a positive light. That seems to be what the Proud Boys have become. Hold on. That's not it. Gavin McGinnis had a lot more to say. Listen to this. I am genetically predisposed to conflict and I really like
6: it. And I wish more people could embrace hate. Let's get into violence. Let's get into fighting. If Hillary wins, we're taking it back with force. We tried being democratic about this. We gave America a chance. You
0: they- know, yeah, this this one must be from, like, before 2016 or, or around 2016, during the 2016 election.
6: They vote for this fucking schoolmarm who wants to ruin our lives and castrate the entire country. Well, we're going to get violent. Uh, Getting a lot of cop PBs. A lot of cop...
0: Uh, Proud Boys. PB is Proud Boy. Cop PBs.
6: A lot of cop Proud Boys are coming out of the woodworks which is good because they have guns. We wear black and yellow, Fred Perry's, but we'll murder you, we will kill you, because we're full of hate. We want to make America hate again. And I get political action, violent political action. It's, it's an effective way to get shit done, especially beating people up. But it would be nice to have some violence for a change. Can we get violent, please? Everyone else is being violent. Yeah, we don't. There are no rules in fighting. You fight to win. You want to permanently disfigure the guy or break his ankle.
0: Does it get any more on the nose than that? Does it get any clearer than that? I, mean, I have an endless number of examples of Gavin McGinnis, the founder of the Proud Boys, saying things like this. There was a lot of stuff I couldn't even include. Because the the video would be, like, hit with a hate speech strike for some of the stuff he said. Seriously, it's really bad, some of the things that this guy believes. And he, of all people, thinks that Kanye West has gone too far. When Gavin McGinnis thinks you have gone too far, you have. Trust me. The thing that Gavin McGinnis... It, Gavin McGinnis's actual complaint here with Kanye West was... He feels like he got himself into an intellectual black hole by going after Jews. He says, when you find yourself trapped in this like mindset where you are criticizing the Jews nonstop, the way that Kanye has, he feels like you stub your toe and you're blaming the Jews for it. And and it's it just leads to nothing. It leads to nonsense. So instead, he's trying to get Kanye to... Group everybody in together as a liberal elite rather than criticizing Jews specifically. And if Kanye did that instead of calling them or instead of calling out Jews specifically, A, he wouldn't be canceled anymore because far right extremists talk about quote unquote liberal elites all the time. And B, he would be using a dog whistle. A lot more people would be willing to hear him out and work with him, and accept what he has to say. But the moment he talks about Jews and the things that they're doing, you lose half the listening audience. Half of Tim Pool's audience disagrees with you right off the bat. But they will automatically agree with every word you say if you accuse the liberal elites of something. So that was Gavin McGuinness's goal walking into this interview with Kanye West. He wanted to convince him to go after the liberal elites rather than the Jews. And it did not work out very well. Listen to this clip. Early December 2022 is when this happened. This was on Gavin McGuinness's personal platform that he created after he was removed from YouTube. He created something like InfoWars, kind of. It's like a version of YouTube where he can upload anything that he wants, pretty much. So anyway, listen to what he had to say here.
6: Uh, this sort of ethnomasochistic cultural suicide tend not really to be Jewish. I call them ginos, Jews in name only. It's li-
0: wow, what a name for, for Jews. Okay. It's liberal elite whites you should have a beef with.
5: Yeah, but I lump them all in together. That's what I did. That's how, Okay, that's, that's, that's good. The, that's why the tweet said
0: that. That right, that that's what he wanted. He wanted him to lump all, you know, Jews and everybody that Kanye believes is harming him. He wants to lump them all into liberal white elites. And Kanye says, I lump them all in together, but McGinnis got it confused. What Kanye is saying, I lump everybody who's trying to hurt me in with Jews, not the other way around. He's not saying Jews are part of a group that are hurting me, which is the liberal elites. He's saying, liberal elites are a part of the group that's hurting me, the Jews. This is absolutely unhinged, dude. Kanye is just gone, just gone. His head is gone.
6: Good. That's why the tweet said that, Jewish people. Okay, but this trait, like, you know, blacks are overrepresented in violent crime, but when you meet an individual black person, you don't apply
0: that. Notice that little pause there, uh, an individual black person. He's not used to referring to the black community in a respectful way, but he realizes he's talking to a member of the black community, so he has to kind of couch it in a, a slightly more respectful manner. Fascinating to watch him, of all people, talk to Kanye here.
6: But when you meet an individual black person, you don't apply that. You start with a fresh slate every time you meet someone. Do you do that with Jews? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this intervention isn't going very well.
0: That's fascinating, dude. Absolutely fascinating. So Gavin McGinnis, of all people, is teaching Kanye not to be racist or trying to. Um, Gavin, like, It's obvious. Gavin McGinnis is a deeply racist person. Just terrible in, in like, every way. He's one of the most extreme people that I have ever seen in my life. But he, of all people, is trying to convince Kanye or trying to explain this process to Kanye. Yeah, statistics are not generalizations. Statistics are statistics. A generalization is when you take a statistic and assume that the person that you're talking to right in front of you embodies the heart of that statistic. So, you know, the black community is overrepresented in crime statistics. So every black person that you meet, you're going to assume is a, you know a murderer or a, a thief or whatever other thing. That's a generalization derived from a statistic, an unjustified generalization that is racist. That, that's racism. It's a definition of racism practically, right? This is something that pretty much everybody could agree with. Even Kanye agrees with this, except when it comes to Jews. He's willing to be racist against them and why? Because they're Jewish. It gets even worse. Trust me. This is the the very opening piece for the worst of this interview with Kanye. This is nothing. Check this next one out here.
5: The main issue is that Christ is king. Christ is the true king of Israel. Christ is the king of all kings. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you are wrong. And anyone that doesn't believe in Jesus Christ should not be... In control or any influence to anything that America produces, be it media, technology, politics, farming, medicine, prisons. If you do not believe in Christ and you're not following Christ in the decisions that you make, you should have no influence on that.
0: That is absolutely insane. But again, it gets even worse in a second. This is Kanye fully endorsing A Christian theocracy creating a a second underclass of citizens if you're Jewish or if you are Muslim or if you are just not a Christian like myself he wants to create an underclass where you are not permitted to work or to own your own business not allowed to own your own business if you have an idea for a product you have to give that idea to a Christian so that they can create it and hire you to work at this company. You're not allowed to have any position of authority. You're not allowed to be a, a president or a CEO or a, a board member of any sort. Uh, presumably you're not even allowed to do something as basic as like moderation because that's a position of influence and or authority, right? You're not allowed to be a, a, a doctor or the head of medicine not allowed to be any kind of anything at all in a position of influence, the highest you can go is laborer and and even as a laborer, seemingly, you wouldn't even be allowed to go above that. you wouldn't allow you wouldn't be allowed to be like a team lead or a foreman. No positions of influence according to Kanye. He is endorsing the creation of an underclass in society. What he's doing here i I, I can't understate how deeply disturbing it is that a presidential candidate is saying something like this, and he is a presidential candidate. I know he's probably not going to get that many votes, but we said that about Trump. He got 60,000 votes last time, I think, didn't he? 60,000 people wanted this, of all people. They voted for this guy. Well, not this guy. I mean, this guy, Kanye. Something is deeply broken in this guy's head that he'd endorse something like that. And something is broken in other people's heads that they would vote for it keep listening because again it gets worse i saved the worst for last surprisingly on that
6: well that's going to be a tough thing to institute so so you're president of the united
0: states the the hitler thing does not hurt your campaign first it
5: helps my campaign
0: he believes that endorsing hitler actually helps his campaign no joke I mean, if he gets more votes this time around than he got last time around, like I said, I think he got 60,000 votes the last presidential election he was in. If he gets more this time, if he gets any substantial amount of votes, I'm going to have to seriously reconsider living in the United States at that point. No joke. That's too much. It keeps going. Keep listening to this.
5: But they don't deserve to be in charge of everything because they don't put Christ How do you legislate that? They need to work for Christians. Jews should work for Christians.
0: So he's explaining his intent to create a permanent underclass where Jews and Muslims and non-Christians are only allowed to basically be laborers and, and have no position above that, including foreman or team lead, not allowed to go above bottom of the barrel, Entry-level laborer.
5: Work for Christians. Jews should work for Christians. I'll hire a Jewish person in a second if I knew they weren't a spy and I could look through their phone and follow them to their house and have a camera all in their living room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're laughing, but he's not joking. He, to the bottom of his heart, genuinely. And I say this, having watched hours and hours and hours and hours of his interviews with people very recently to the bottom of his black little heart, deeply believes that Jews are running the world like puppet masters, controlling everything from behind the scenes, pulling strings to make Kanye's life miserable intentionally because they hate him and for no other reason. A cabal, if you will, a deep state of Jews that's running things and ruining everybody's lives if you speak negatively about them. I mean, it's, it's absolutely unhinged. It's like a, a paranoid delusion that I would see from my schizophrenic family member. It is exactly like it. <laughs> and they're laughing it off. It's, I mean, they're probably laughing out of nervousness, recognizing how absolutely insane it was for him to have just said that. So I understand why they would laugh at such a thing. You know, what, what else do you do? What, what what other response is there? There is no appropriate response to this. I would probably laugh out of confusion and like sheer horror also in that position. But this most definitely is not funny. Listen to this next one that he laid down for us.
6: Yes, there are uh, almost 80 to 90 percent of Hollywood is Jewish, probably more.
0: That's completely made up. Uh, 80 to 90 percent. He made that statistic up. I don't know exactly how many Jewish people are in Hollywood, but why does it even matter? It's like Dave Chappelle said, there are a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri. It doesn't mean they run the place. There are a lot of Jewish people in New York City, but it doesn't mean they run the place. Jewish people are actually underrepresented statistically in banking, especially in New York City. Based on how many, pe- how many Jewish people live in New York City, there are way fewer proportionally in the banking industry than there should be if we're just going up based on how many Jews there are in New York City alone. But none of it matters. They cherry-pick statistics and twist things around and find ways to explain to people that Jews are the bad guys exactly like Kanye's hero Hitler did, exactly the same way.
6: Um, media, yeah, I'm
0: going to say like 80% of media is Jewish. Any evidence? Of course not. They are not overrepresented in these areas. But
6: I see the Jews we're talking about in these cases as liberal elites, high IQ people, whites, and when you have, like, they're
0: disproportionately represented in medicine, too, because they have high IQs. So the problem- This guy, all right let me explain a little interesting factoid about this whole conversation. There's a statistic commonly cited by far-right extremists, 1350. Now, I don't know if that's still a common statistic or or if it's changed or whatever other thing, but the statistic is 13% of the population, which is how many black Americans there are, about 13%, commit 50% of Some specific crime, uh, murders or violent crimes or something. I don't know. Now, there are two explanations for that. Either it's an environmental problem. So if you traded the black community out for people who have blue eyes or blonde hair or brunettes or something, and all of the exact same factors applied, then the blue-eyed people would be in this exact same situation. Either it's environmental... And and if that's the case, it can be fixed, it can be changed by enacting laws, or it's genetic. Either it's environmental and can be changed, or there's something genetically inferior about them. Now, there is zero evidence to imply that there's some genetic disparity between the black community and the white community and the Mexican community. And the Asian community and the Jewish community, there is no evidence to imply that there's a genetic difference in how we deal with emotions or, you know, our levels of violence or any of that. But Gavin McGinnis, despite not having evidence for that, believes that there is a genetic component to it, despite the fact that that is objectively wrong. Nick Fuentes believes it, too. This dude on the left in the black hoodie or whatever it is here, he believes that there's a genetic component to it, despite the fact that there is no evidence for that. Unequivocally, the problems in the black community, the Asian community, or, or any other are unequivocally caused by environmental factors. That is beyond a shadow of a doubt. Every single piece of data that we have points to that. And not one single piece of data points to the possibility that it's a genetic factor. The reason I bring this up is because Gavin McGinnis just said... Medicine too, because they have high IQs. Because they have high IQs. He is implying that there is a genetic predisposition to being more capable and intelligent among, I don't know, the Jewish community or the just white people in general. And there is a genetic predisposition to being dumber and more violent in the black community. I honestly can't even believe that he's presenting this argument to a black guy in the first place. But there's zero evidence to support his assertion that he just made. None. Now, there was a study done, like, I don't know, in the 70s or something that implied that maybe there was an IQ difference between the black community and just white people in general. Uh, uh, An IQ difference of one or two points, as if that would even be enough to create much of a difference in the first place. But science has not pointed to any genetic or, or any possible explanation for like parts of the brain that grow differently because we are black or we are white or whatever other thing science has not indicated that human beings are any different genetically aside from the amount of melanin in our skin that is basically it so the fact that there is no evidence that human beings brains are any different between us it tells me that the implied difference from that study really boils down to a flaw in the test or a flaw in the study rather than a difference genetically until they can point to that genetic difference which they've been try which you know white supremacists have been trying to do for hundreds of years or at least 50 years since we've understood genetics generally i'm simply not going to believe it i need more than that i just really wanted to zero in on what he had to say because the claim that jews or asians or whites or anybody is inherently more intelligent than any other group is bullshit It's complete bullshit, and I won't accept nonsense unchallenged. I need evidence for this stuff. Gavin, of course, does not. I do. So back to the video. What he was saying is that Jews are overrepresented in medicine and social media or whatever else because they have high IQs. Fuck off, a user in the chat. Intelligence is affected by genetics, unfortunately. You're right, absolutely. Which specific genes are different between the black community and the white community that affects intelligence? Because those genes, as far as science can tell, are exactly the same between races. There is no difference genetically on the specific genes that affect intelligence. Blacks and whites are perfectly similar, like 98 or 99% similar in every way except for a couple. A couple of genes are different. Genes that regulate the amount of melanin we produce. genes that change the shape of our nose or or foreheads or whatever, our our hair a little bit. That's it. Human intelligence evolved 100,000 years ago. Skin color evolved long after that. We are exactly the same. Intellectually, the genes that control intelligence are not different. If you disagree, all I need is evidence. I'm willing to b- to accept anything. I just need evidence for it. Something you have not provided. So we just got hit with trolls. Apparently, when I say that there is very little genetic difference between blacks and whites, people absolutely lose their fucking minds. My mistake. Anyway, <laughs> maybe uh just playing Gavin McGinnis drew trolls in, who knows what it was. Anyway, let's keep listening. Uh, Jews, Asians, whites, blacks, no, there is no difference in intelligence. There just isn't. Until you can show me the genes that are different, I, I have no reason to believe you.
6: Listen, too, because they have high IQs. So the problem isn't these, these Jews, that when most of them are secular Jews, atheists. I don't see Soros as Jewish. So we have these secular, mostly atheist Jewish people with high IQs who dominate fields that tend to require high IQs. They're, they're overrepresented in chess and mathematics, too.
0: Is any of this even true? I, I don't know. And even if it were true that, you know, Jews or Asians or whatever are overrepresented in mathematics and chess, it does not mean that there is a genetic component to that fact. Doesn't mean that they're genetically superior to others. There is no evidence to suggest that. None.
6: So the real issue here, and there is an ethnomasochism, there is some sort of like, let's burn it to the ground.
0: Ethnomasochism is not a word that I had heard but just based on the components I'm assuming it means people who want to destroy their own race I, I don't know what he means by that or why anybody would care but okay I think that trait is a white trait a liberal elite white trait oh not even white per se a liberal elite trait Kamala- wanting to burn your race to the ground liberal elite trait Kamala
6: Harris Barack Obama they also have these traits and there's some sort of like lemming DNA in white people where when they reach a certain amount of success, they just want to take it off a cliff.
0: What? Like he's making a lot of claims about genetics here that, you know, there's DNA and, and a genetic component and a, a psychological component to all this. Like what is he talking about? None of this makes any sense.
6: And I don't like when Jews get pulled into that because... When I think of my Orthodox Jewish friends and, and even my Hasidic friends, it, these people are conservative, Trump-supporting, you know, American patriots, and the Jews that are getting lumped in with uh, this sort of ethno cultural suicide tend not really to be Jewish. I call them ginos, Jews in name only. It's liberal elite whites you should have a beef
0: with.
5: Yeah, but I lump them all in together. That's what I did. That's how, okay. That's, that's how good.
0: Yeah, that was the uh, end piece of the one that we saw earlier. So anyways, the point is the guy is completely full of it, has no idea what he's talking about, doesn't need evidence to believe the things that he believes. He's just going to claim that the Jews suppressed all the evidence, right? Or the, the I'm sorry, the liberal elites suppress all the evidence that he needs to prove his conspiracy theories. That's how it works with conspiracy theorists like Gavin McInnes and Kanye and others. Not being able to find any evidence of your conspiracy theory means that the, the elites or the Jews hid it from you. They covered it up. Finding evidence directly contradictory to your claims means that the Jews or the liberal elites framed people. They framed it all up to make it look like it was all fake, but secretly we know that they were the ones that set all of this up, and we know the truth. Finding evidence that could possibly hint that maybe it's true is all the evidence you need. Literally every piece of evidence, whether it contradicts it or not, contributes to the conspiracy theory. That is how these people's minds work. So how is the rest of the Republican Party reacting to Kanye West coming out and saying all this stuff? Here's where it gets kind of interesting. There are a couple of fine young ladies on Mike Lindell's TV network, Lindell TV. Their names are Diamond and Silk, okay? I think Diamond is on the left, Silk is on the right. Really nice names, actually, in my opinion. They represent the Trump wing of the party, by and large. Listen to what they have to say about Kanye West And his beliefs, his views on society. It's actually pretty interesting. Early December 2022.
2: I'm wondering, is he being used? And here is why I say that. You said what he said. This is my opinion. Our opinion.
0: Really? Your opinion? See, I thought that you were giving us actual news coverage. I thought you were telling us facts. For some weird reason, I thought that she was reading from a scientific journal just now. I didn't realize this is her opinion. Okay, tell us your opinion.
2: What he said, this is my opinion. Our opinion. He said what he said on the Alex Jones show. Right. And he had his face covered. covered. That reminds me of shame. That's right. So you knew, in my humble opinion, that what you was going to say was going to be off the cuff. And it was so...
0: It wasn't off the cuff. It was very much planned. He knew exactly what he was saying and what he intended to say. And he said it. He said, and I quote, I love Hitler. <laughs> it doesn't get more on like on the nose than that. I don't know. It's not off the cuff. Off the cuff means it was unplanned and he just kind of spouted it out and that was it. No, it, this this was very much planned. He knew what he believed and what he wanted to say and he said it. And yeah, I agree. I think the mask does kind of represent shame a little bit or... Or maybe the mask is an attempt to shield his brand from the damage that it could do, what he's saying. He also changed his name, you notice that, to Yay. And now he's really pushing people to use Yay. As of the moment he started spreading this pro-Hitler stuff, that's when he really started drilling down on the whole Yay thing and wearing the black mask. I'm wondering if he's trying to protect his brand. That's why I still call him Kanye. When it catches on and everyone starts calling him Ye, maybe I'll start calling him Ye also. Until then, I'm going to continue calling him Kanye. I don't want to afford him the respect of protecting his brand, honestly. Okay, so keep listening to Diamond and Silk's assessment of this situation because they've got a doozy of an idea here.
2: It was so shameful, you hid your face Hit your like face. a coward. That's right. Now, I don't know hmm. what the hell... Is going on, because I got to call it like I see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with Mr. Yi or Kaye or whatever y'all want to call him. Right. But I thought about it, mm-hmm. and I'm beginning to think, is somebody, this is my opinion, is somebody being paid here mm. to push an agenda, yeah. to make conservatives look, look a certain right. way? You're right.
0: Wow, I love it. So... <laughs> Somebody on the right comes out and says something they don't like and they kind of beat around the bush and maybe a little bit claim that it was a paid actor, that it's not really honest belief on Kanye's part. Or hell, maybe it's not Kanye. No, I mean, I guess it seems to me like they they believe that it probably was Kanye, right? Just based on what they're saying here. Anytime somebody on the right says something they don't like, they pretend that they're really on the left. You know who else did that? Dave Rubin, Dave Rubin came out and said, this is leftist woke ideology that Kanye is spitting right now. This isn't the right, this is the left at work. Tim Pool said the same thing. This is wokeism. Anything they don't like is wokeism. No, this is far right ideology. This is the natural progression of your ideas. This is where it lands you. If you continue moving to the right, This is the natural position. Now, Kanye is demonizing Jews right now, heavily, saying he loves Hitler and everything. Demonizing Jews is probably a a disgusting understatement here. But you heard it with Gavin McGuinness. In his interview with him, he said, don't target the Jews, target the liberal elites. The ideology is the same between these people. The ideas are the same. Diamond and silk, Gavin McGuinness, Kanye, Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, hell, Mitt Romney, all of them view the world through the same lens. Kanye is just targeting one specific group rather than the ones that all of the others are targeting right now. Kanye's targeting Jews where the others target immigrants, the black community when they want to get really brazen. The Mexican community, I mean, liberal elites, uh, the LGBT community, they'll target everybody in the exact same way that Kanye is, just not the Jews, because that's just a little too on the nose for them most of the time. This is right-wing ideology, what Kanye is spitting right now. It is right-wing ideology. This is where the right leads you. This exact mindset. They're just targeting a different group. That's it. Let me know what you think about it in the comments and let me know if you want to hear more stuff about Kanye's descent into madness. I'm honestly fascinated by it, depressed simultaneously, but I I find it deeply fascinating to watch somebody self-destruct this hard. Yeah, let me know what you think. Here's something interesting. Right before Kanye West got banned from Twitter this last time by Elon Musk, just not that long ago, he posted this. He posted this to his Twitter. Now, what the hell is this? I hear you asking. The answer is just bizarre. You're going to have to buckle up for this one. He had it in Photoshop like he designed it. This is not designed by Kanye West. This is actually designed by a group called Raelianism. the Raelians or the Rails. It's a UFO cult from the 1970s. Much like Heaven's Gate, except these guys didn't check out altogether. It was created by Rail, a.k.a. Claude Vorilhan, I think is how his name is pronounced. He claims to have been contacted by aliens in the 70s and says that the name of the alien species that contacted him is called the Elohim. He says they created us. It's actually an atheistic cult, fascinatingly. Really, really interesting to, to read about this. But he says that this is the symbol that he saw on the side of his spaceship. Uh, I'm sorry, on the side of the the Elohim spaceship. In the 1990s, I think, he tried to... He's been trying to set up like churches or whatever you would call it in different countries. In the 90s, he tried to set one up in Israel. And they wouldn't let him in with this symbol, presumably. So he came up with a different design for the symbol. He claimed that the Elohim convinced him that it would be okay to change the symbol to something else. So he changed the symbol to this. The, the spirals are supposed to represent the galaxy, the swirl of the galaxy. Every Raelian, though, wears a pendant that looks like this. The Star of David missed, mixed with this thing right here. Oh my God, dude, just such a crazy story. (laughs) So anyway, the point is that Kanye posted this image to his Twitter account and said that this is like the official symbol of his whatever, as if he created the symbol, as if he drew it himself. This thing's existed since the 70s. Oh my God, it just gets weirder and weirder with this guy. Seriously. I don't know. Let me know what you think about this story in the comments. Thank you guys for coming and giving this a listen, and I will talk to you next week. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, you can support me in a few ways. First, there's Patreon. That's probably the best way. But if you want to get something back for your support, you can check out my Teespring. I sell all kinds of shirts and coffee cups and stuff on there. You can also check out my other channels. I have a Telltale Unfiltered YouTube channel where I go through long-form videos like Kent Hovind's seminar series, Jehovah's Witnesses TV show, and televangelists prophesying about politics. And finally, you can check out my social media. If you have a question for me, the best way to ask it is to tweet it at me. I'm on. The there all the time so check it out all links are in the description as always anyway so that's all i've got for you thanks for listening